How are we ever going to know that God did not lie to us if we didn't ever have problems or trouble to know that he's always with us? How will we ever know that God is always with us? See, you can read it. That's just reading. But how would I experience this? How would I know that God is always with me? How would I know that he is Jehovah? I have to see something and something has to happen in my life and see God bring me out of it. Then I know for sure that he sure enough is always with me. You just never but you have to experience what you know. You can just read this all day long and tell you experience the word. You really don't know the whether the word true or not. That's why God created create different situations, different circumstances to show himself strong. He liked to show himself strong. He would back your you up against the wall. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Just to get an opportunity to get you off the wall. So you'll get to know him. So you'll get to love him. So you'll get to praise him. See, God, God ride and he thrive off praise and worship. I don't understand it, but I don't have to understand. All I know the man inhabit our praise and our worship. And whatever God had to do to get a praise out of your mouth, he would do it. If he had to uh, create a situation and you know anybody, can nobody get me out of this but God. He said, yes, I know it. I'm going to get some glory out of you today, brother. Because when I deliver you from this, you're going to say, glory, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. He said, I, I want to get a praise out of you. I want to get a worship out of you. So I, I create this situation. See, God know you're in and he know you're not going under. You might think you're going under. Just like Peter thought he was going to sink. God wasn't going to land him. Thank God didn't want him to cry for help. He let him know that he's a God, is a present help in a time of need. God creates situation to get your attention so he can show himself strong. He said, I don't want him to be creating nothing. I, <laughs> how do you ever know? Just reading it. Just, just reading it. Just like you go to school, you get knowledge to get a good job. You don't just go to school and go to school and never experience what you've learned in school. That's why you go take up certain subjects in school or a career or whatever. You want a better job. So you're just reading this Bible. I'm just reading this Bible. Nay, in all these things, you're more than a conqueror. And I'm defeated on every corner, everything that's taking me down. Nay, in all these things. No, I have to experience conquering a situation. See, the experience is better than knowing the word. You know, we know a lot. We just know a lot. Yeah, we just, we just know all the answers. Just know everything. But we live defeated. Stand up in victory. Your conversation should be a victory conversation. It shouldn't be a, uh, I don't know. How did you mean you don't know? Are you a child of God? You should know. Are you born again? Yes. Amen. Well, what make you what make you think that the devil can do something to you? Where do you get that lie from? Right. That Bible said Jesus, God said to uh, Eve, who, "Who told you that you was naked? How do you know that you was naked? No, where do you get that lie from that you sometimes you win and sometimes you lose and God is punishing you? No, we've been redeemed." 
God will discipline you about your sin, but God not going to take food off your table for you to starve to death. How are you going to ever get right if you die? We, 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 that means that we better than God. Our kids mess up, we still feed them. Give them a place to live, buy them expensive tennis shoes, but they just disobedient and hard-headed if they want to be, but they pull up to your table every night. <laughs> I don't see you starving them. So what, what makes you think that you're better than God? You still do things for them. But then you think when you mess up with God that God's not going to do anything. Look how we exalting God so low under us. No. When you mess up God, see the blood. Thank God. He see Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ deal with you. You know, we are so quick to figure like you love to get punished and feel good. You know, you mess up, you just want something to happen bad. You say, I deserve it. And let it just go on and flow. I didn't, no, I don't deserve nothing but grace and mercy. Because we are growing in grace and mercy. In your growing in your grace and your mercy, you will make mistakes. Because you are born in flesh, shaped in sin. So now that your spirit is saved, that's why the Bible said now you need to crucify your flesh. Do something with your flesh. All that sin that you practiced before you got saved had to be dealt with. Until you deal with that, it's going to come up. And sometimes you yield to it. That don't mean it make you a bad person. Make you a person that need to be crucified. See, we need to straighten out our thinking. We need to think more positive. I always thinking negative about a situation. Oh, God not going to do anything now. Where did, show me that in the Bible. I don't know why he blessed David. I, have, I can't understand that. And the way Peter was cussing, I don't know why he had anything to do with Peter. Peter would cuss, you know, cut, cuss and cut and all that. I don't, you, you read about I don't know why God put David's life in the Bible. David killed a man to get his wife. And you wonder why God should have said, I have nothing else to do with you, David. But I noticed God kept on blessing him. And he said David was after his heart. God said, yes, his flesh was weak. His flesh needed to be crucified. That don't mean that you don't love God. You know, we, 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 as we, the Bible said, as they went, they was made whole. Take off the old man daily. That don't mean if you still have on some of the old man that you don't love God. Folks just get it wrong. They figure if you mess up, how can you love God? You do love God, but you just having problems crucifying your flesh. David loved God. So did Jimmy Swagger. He loved God. But he had problem with his flesh. But the man was still in love with God. Your child still love you, even though that child is disobedient, all that nine yards. But you don't have to question that love. We still love God. Every person I'm looking at now have messed up. Were you still in love with God? Yes. Hello? Okay. I just want to, you know, we, we beat up on ourselves, so just beat up on ourselves. I don't know who told you that you was perfect. What are you getting, huh?
We condemn ourselves. We instead of going and, and, and staying with the word, the Bible said, if we happen to sin, he didn't say go out and sin, then you know you got an uh, advocate with the Father, he's going to forgive. He said, if you just happen to sin, because sin left in your flesh, don't run away from me. I have a plan for you. Just repent. Just repent and keep on going. You know, some of the things that we were yielding to last year, I bet you this year you're not yielding to them. Suppose God would have kicked you out, out then. God would always work with us because you know what? God know your end. He knows your end results. He knew exactly what to do. Like he put Jonah in the bell up the well because he knew what to do when he was in there. He said, I bet he'll pray now. He said, I passed a call to Hotel Hell, and he got no way out. He been wanting him to be obedient. Well, he didn't want to go down and show mercy to a nation because they were sinful, like they was his people. You know how we want mercy, and somebody else mess up? God not going to give you mercy, but why do you have mercy? But you say, God, be merciful unto me. He know my heart, but someone else. Uh-uh, no, not so. That was Jonah's problem. He wanted mercy, but he didn't want to give mercy. But it wasn't him giving mercy. He was just being a, a messenger of God. God didn't ask him to give mercy because he had no mercy to give. And he didn't want God to help the people. Bless him. God had to work that joke over to him. He just, because I understand, I don't know how, I didn't read it, that they killed his dad when his father went down to the witness to him. So he wanted all of them to die because of that. See, his heart wasn't right. That's why God jammed him up in hotel hell. He said, you have something in your heart that needs to be dealt with. You show no mercy only to your own people. So God had to deal with him. And it's the same thing with us. You know, you don't have to ask God to search your heart. He knows what's in there. Sometimes you think there's nothing in there. <laughs> I used to think when I was early days, Lord, search me. And God said, okay. I'm going to show you some things in there that I was waiting to deal with about another couple of months when you got yourself together. But since you think <laughs> that you all of that and you're all done and you just want to stand up and ask me to search you, I'm going to show you what's in your heart. See, a See, God knows what is in our heart, and he knows what in our flesh, left in our flesh. So he have time and a season and, a, and an appointed time to deal with you because he had to bring the right person past your way. He had to cause the right situation, everything. Now he can deal with you. If you're being dealt with, that's a good thing. You should shout, God love you. God want to take you to some more places or uh, fulfill something in your life or whatever. Anytime God is crucifying you, don't get upset. Don't say, I'm always messing up. Oh, I can't God ever. What, what? I don't know what. Why, why do you just think that God think like that? Why do we try to think for God? Because we think we say, the natural mind tell you that you're perfect. Supernatural faith will tell you, you're not all of that yet. But just because you do one thing right or two or three things right, your natural mind will tell you, I, I know I'm hot. I, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> 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 
Lord, help me, Jesus. <laughs> I, I know I'm holy. Well, what, you do 10 things right. I know I'm holy. No, uh Come on, let's check the list off. I don't bother nobody. Yeah, but look at that evil heart, what you think in your heart. You don't bother, but you judge with your eyes. You don't bother anybody, but you criticize with your eyes. You find fault with your eyes. Oh, you don't say a word. You don't say nothing to people. But your eyes and your mind is worse than your mouth. Well, you say, I, you know, I don't, I don't talk about people. Yes, you do to yourself. You do talk about people. Everybody in this church talk about people. Every person in this church criticizes folks. Don't raise your hand. I'll come up. I'll call you up and get that lying demon out of you. <laughs> we know it's wrong, but but we still being worked on. God is still crucifying us. We all know the Bible says, "Judge ye not," and we all know that we continue, maybe not as often as we used to, but we still judge and criticize people because it's part of the flesh makeup. But we are much better now. Have you noticed that? Yeah. You're not as quick to judge as you were last year. Yeah. You're slow to judge now. Yeah. That means that you're making a trip. Nice. Nice. Amen. Yeah. amen. Amen. I'm, I'm telling amen. amen. You know, when you used to get upset just like that, but you notice now it takes some time now. Right. Got to do a lot of wheeling and reeling and all that to get you upset. But before, but just a, you ready. But now it's not so, you know, it's some time in between. It's a season because we are growing in grace and we are crucifying the flesh. It's a process and it's a daily process. Yes.